What's up, everybody? Mojax Boys coming back at you. We're going to do a little uh, little discussion tonight on some things. Uh, I'm going to get called out on some other things, but that's fine. That's fine. No big deal. We also have Cam Huffman joining us, who's a – he's covered the Mountaineers for, I don't know, like 30 years or something, and we'll get his input on everything. So what's going on tonight, Cam? Not much, but but you're right. Every time I think about how many years I covered them, I think about how old I am now. It sounds terrible to say you've been covering them for 20 years, but that's the case. But it's true. Uh, so you said have, 30. You really put the major. Well, on. I was exaggerating, and I, actually, it's not that much of an exaggeration because <laughs> Cam was covering them in college. Hey, I remember one of his very first interviews. Uh, well, yeah, Rich's uh, he Rich's know, first year was my first year, and then yeah, I did interview Asbury. I was really desperate for content. It was horrible. Desperate for content. That is true. Here's the thing. like that, he Cam had to dig out of that hole after interviewing you. It was bad. His career almost ended. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, he wrote for uh, Blue Gold News for years in college, too, which I root to benefits some on that. I sat in a few press boxes with him. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, so we had John Flowers on here, and I was, like, making a joke because I said something about, you know, God, how long have you been playing basketball? I'm like, you're like our age. And he's like, oh, I'm 22, <laughs> which obviously he's not our age, but he's not far off. He's probably Brad's age. Yeah. He's been playing overseas for 10 years. He graduated so. in 2010. Hey, 30, yeah. And he said he's, that's, this is 10th That's when year. I graduated, 2010. From college. Mm-hmm. That's when you graduated. Okay, same, same. So I'm 33. I'll be 34 this July. And Cam's, you're 40 now. You're, you're my age, right, Cam? 40? I am, yeah. Man, I'll be old. I used to. You used to think that was old for sure. What well, is old? We are old, but how are you? True. I'll be forty-one in That's seven days, That's six what I days. Thought, yeah. yeah, my birthday's coming up, so y'all know. Forty-one. I'm getting my second vaccine shot on my birthday. That'd oh, be lovely. I bet you'll be sick the whole next day. Yeah. Well, I went and took the day off. Yeah, I would. <laughs> All right. Well, so last night, so here's the deal. I'll start it off, and y'all can just go. Oh, I'm but where I'm about to rip you alive. I mean, we've said it before on here about. <laughs> I just want to sit back and watch. It's, <laughs> it's uh, I mean, you've cursed so, us. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to watch. I don't know what it is. My nerves shot. But the other night, I hadn't. I haven't watched a full game in a in a while. Um, Kansas, Kansas. Yeah. Last time you, well, had I didn't a good watch a full game of Kansas, but um, yeah, it just it went kind of bad. But then. Uh, Oh, Kansas was a game he bet on us. Had a great feeling. Yeah, I did. We I turned really this did. around tonight, That's guys. so rare that I have a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. And That's the, when I knew we were going to lose. Yeah. And then the Texas Tech game, which was, I, I mean, I kind of regret because obviously it was one of the best games in the history of the world. <laughs> it was a great game. Um, and uh, so, you know, you guys kind of sucked me back in. And I was like, well, I mean, we're not going to lose to a weak SEC team. And so <laughs> we do. And I – you know, had you watched the of. game. It's your fault. You have not watched since Kansas. I know. So then last night in our group text, he's like, what channel is the game on? I say ESPN plus. Don't you dare turn it on. We're looking good. <laughs> it's 10 to two when Justin turns the game on. And before <laughs> you know it, we're down seven. Finally, we all text Audra and say, Audra, make him turn the game off. He turns the game off. Iowa State proceeds to. Uh, airball it three times in a row and probably turn it over three times in a row. Before I know it, we're up 10. You've cursed us. You have cursed the Mountaineers. I, I mean, I believe it because I've gone through this in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they it was just crazy. You can literally look when you stopped watching what happened. And then, then, and then I, uh, I didn't watch, but I, I checked. I thought the game was over. I checked the score, 
and it was close and I sent a text and apparently, like I said, I didn't watch it. Apparently it went, he got very close at the end. I didn't yeah. know that, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, I wonder about this team. I mean, I don't know. Well, ask Cam. So we, we, we literally, I, I said this, I thought it was the most talented roster. I mean, maybe in literally maybe in my lifetime, that's crazy, but I'm not saying the best team, but most talented. Uh, I mean, hugs was all, all about it. Obviously Oscar left all that, but I mean, I don't know. Cam, what do you think? I mean, how, is this, this team yeah, yeah, like first, consistent? First of all, Justin, I, I want to rip you as much as anybody, but uh, I, I got to agree though. It gets harder. I think it's something about getting older. Like it gets harder to watch games. It, it messes with your nerves worse than it used to. It is. I used to always, I used to always laugh at my dad because he'll like never watch a game anymore. He'll lock himself in a room because he, he says he can't handle it. And then, <laughs> then like a couple of games I've watched this year, I'm like, I kind of get that. I, I, I understand the feeling because it, it's supposed to be fun, but it's hard now to watch. But yeah, I agree. I, I do think it's one of the most talented teams we've ever had. And even the guys, you know, I, I know everybody and, and, and I'm on the top of the list gets frustrated with the, with, with Jordan and, and what he does, but, but he's a talented guy too. It, it's just really about like this team just makes, has mental breakdowns. It seems like they play to their level of competition. And, and that's not just from game to game. That's in games. When, when the team they're playing is playing well, we kind of step up our level of competition. And when, when they, when we get a big lead and they start to slack off, then we slack off too. It's just, it's a strange, strange team. And, you know, as much as, as all of us are frustrated, listening to, to Huggins after the game last night, oh, I think he's the most frustrated oh, of all of us. I got to be honest with you. I, he I mean, said the, the mindset, worst yes. defensive yes, team he's, he's ever, ever had. Not a W, ever coached. Literally ever. I still don't believe that. Well, I think he's just this, this is bad, but this is not as bad as the Harris Henderson year. Yeah, those teams were bad <laughs> that defensively. They didn't even try. But I loved. So, in, my, in the mindset I was at after the game, which obviously we won, but it doesn't matter to me at that point. It, I mean, I want us to win, but it, I was so frustrated. And then I see Huggins, and I'm like, this this is word for word what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> and he even one point was like, I care too much. And I was like, yeah, man, me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I still say, that I've said this ever since Oscar left, and is this whole team had to reinvent who they were completely, offensively, defensively, everything. Offensively has gotten. It, I actually think it made them better. Obviously, it has. It opened them up, free flowing, kind of fit some of the players they had better. However, I think defensively, they already weren't great, but I think having the the bigs underneath really helped. Hold on, we're getting static for some reason. Bad static. Sorry, right, we'll cut it. Keep talking, Hesby. Um, I think, you know, they had the bigs underneath that really helped cover up a lot of deficiencies on, on straight line drives. When you had two bigs underneath there, it just gummed everything up. I think they really had to to rely on perimeter defense more, which they obviously can't do. And I think that the t- it's going to take a lot longer. It's really hard, a lot harder for them to adjust defensively than it is offensively. All right, so you all know I'm bad about just getting lost in the YouTube, right? Oh, yeah. What did you watch last night? It popped up the Baylor game from last year. No, oh, yeah. Which was so amazing to see the Coliseum full, the fans going crazy, because mm-hmm. that was literally the weekend before yeah. it all got shut down. Yep. Yeah. But I saw Taz defending better. <laughs> I saw Sean McNeil defending better. I saw Emmett. It's the same guys that just are not defending at all. I mean, it's bad. The de- The perimeter defense is really, really bad right now. Yeah. 
It's it's so not good. <laughs> until they fix that, I mean, yeah, we've been shooting over forty percent pretty much every game since Oscar left, which you know, we used to get excited if we shot over 40% <laughs> in a game. Um, so the offense looks better, but until they decide to defend, and I think Hugs was just trying to send a message. Well, yeah. You guys oh, are the worst yeah. team, it worst definitely. defensive team I've ever had. Yeah, I mean, obviously. But, I mean, and and here we are. We've got <laughs> this stretch coming up. The next unreal. six games is, and, and I said it off the air, honestly, it might be the the hardest stretch, at least in terms of, you know, first of all, they're ranked teams, but we're all kind of in agreement that Baylor may be the best team, maybe yeah. better than Gonzaga. Um, you you got tech, you got Baylor back to back. Well, let's just go through them. Well, let's just before ahead, you start. Bro. First of all, first time in school history we're going to play six ranked teams in a row. Gosh. Okay. Before That's this, nice. the most ever was four. Wow. And and here's the crazy thing: the lowest ranked team we play. Is Kansas? Yeah. <laughs> it's Kansas, which I know Kansas. they're they're down a little bit from what they normally are, but I mean it's Kansas, <laughs> and you know they're going to have a uh, just the breakout game against us like they always do. Yeah. So here you go: Kansas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, who's extremely well. They did get beat by Tech, but they're they've knocked off Alabama. Uh, Baylor, Baylor, Texas. I mean that is that is unbelievable. They, Oklahoma beat three top ten teams in one week. Wow. We go. So let's go around the room and. Let's just predict these next six games. I'll start because I mean, you know, yeah, you know, I'm going to be six. bad. Well, I, I and I, God, <laughs> oh and six. I don't want to lose listeners, but basically, for our know, sake, I don't, say I didn't, six. I didn't say oh and six. I, I actually said one and five. I think, I, and I, I, I believe it. I think we'll beat Kansas, and I think we'll lose the next five games. I think we'll go on a terrible slide, but it's also the teams we play. I mean, guys, I'm completely look. Look at the – it's to me, in my mind, we lose four or five of these games. You look at our record, it's uh, – you're looking at a bubble team. Is that bad to say? Bubble already? I mean, I'm just saying. We're not a bubble team. Not a bubble I don't team. say we're a bubble team, but when you have that type of record. But anyways, I'll just – You can't I'll go, go off record this year. It's going to be too weird. All right, here True. we go. All right. I'll be optimistic right, after that shit show. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go – you ready for this? There's only six games, oh, so <laughs> four and two. Wow, we don't beat Baylor. I think Baylor sweeps us. I just think we're better in Texas Tech. I think we're better in Oklahoma. I think we're better in Kansas right now. And Texas has come back to the field from their hot streak. They've lost several in a row here, or two or two out except of three. For, except for they beat Oklahoma last night. No, they didn't. No, Baylor whipped that. Baylor whipped Texas. Oh, last they played night. that. Okay. Two games ago, they beat yes, Oklahoma. Yes, so, and then Oklahoma. before that, they had lost. So, I think they've lost two out of three. I think they're coming back, and I, I think we're better than those teams. They were, in that, ba- they were in that Baylor game till the end. Yeah, you did see and then it. You watched the game last night? But <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you, I, we, I'm with Cam. Cam said we played to the level of our competition. We haven't had any blowouts but one. Every game has been close, other we'll, than Kansas. We'll, see, we'll save Cam's prediction till, till last year. Asbury? My, my prediction, my heart says three and three, but I'm going two and four. Okay, and what which ones? Which uh, ones do we win? I think it's two home games. Oh, I didn't even Kansas and Oklahoma. Yeah, just because well, there there are a little bit of fans rolling back in, I guess. Wait a minute, I can't. Yeah, yeah, Kansas, two. so two and four. Two okay, and four. Bubba. I'm I'm gonna split. So I'm gonna say we beat Kansas. Uh, Texas Tech. We're gonna lose that one. Uh, <laughs> I I just think it was close last game. I think we we're gonna lose at at Tech. 
Oklahoma will win, lose, lose, Baylor, Baylor, and then beat Texas. So you That's got three and three. Three and three. Okay. I'm very optimistic with the three Fairly. and three. Three and three. All right, Cameron, what you got? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the three and three. I think if you look at this team, how can you predict anything but three and three? Because that's what they are. They're up <laughs> one day, game down the next game, and you, uh, you know, you, you look at it too. Like you said earlier, they do play their level of competition. When you think about the season, you think about how how we played Texas. Think about how we played Gonzaga. When it, when something's on the line and they know they're playing one of the better teams in the country, they come out with something to prove. And I I think they'll do that. Um, I think they beat Oklahoma. Um, I think they beat this, and then I, I'm not sure where the third one comes from. I, I think it's probably going to be Texas, but uh, but I honestly, and I know it sounds crazy after the game we lost last night, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Baylor one of the two. I mean, it, it's Baylor is, is crazy talented, maybe the best team in the country, but you know I've seen a lot of people predicting that they're going to they're going to win out in a league like the Big Twelve as strong as the Big Twelve is this this year. There's no way one one of these nights they're going to have an off night. You know, twice in a row, maybe they thump us the first time and then let down the second time or something. But I think maybe we get one of those games. We go three three. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll never root against us, but I'm just it gets so frustrating. I'm, and like like Cam was saying, we get older and our nerve. Actually, what's funny is I always think of Cam's dad, who I've only met like once, but he's. I remember being in college and he's like, "Yeah, my dad won't even watch the games anymore." And I was like, <laughs> "That's crazy." <laughs> and here I am. But it's like. Uh, we talked about the refs, you know, in college basketball. I know you said the last couple games, I think Asbury said he felt like it was fairly well called. Last night wasn't bad. It yeah. wasn't terrible. Mm-mm. But um, I, I got to disagree with you there on last night, Asbury. I, I thought last night was terrible. And I didn't think it was necessarily Ooh. one way or the other, but, but the, the made-up jump ball call because they couldn't decide oh, that, who that the ball was the other one. Yeah. There's and, always, uh, like, we can't get a solid crew. There's always one guy that sucks. What, okay. And that guy that called that jump ball, he is terrible every time. I don't so, know his name. He's this, not as bad as Kip Kissinger and Jamie Lucky and <laughs> Higgins, but he's bad. So, Cam, let me just say, uh, this is how bad I think officiating is in college basketball. I've said it on here. I've said it forever, is I think the refs make college basketball unwatchable. I can't watch any game that's not WVU. And I don't only watch that because of WVU. It's so bad. No, I, I can I agree with that, and 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 maybe that that's maybe in that case last night wasn't that bad because it was more watchable. The Florida game was not watchable. No, no not at all. It was horrible. But it's so bad now that as long as it's really bad, both against both teams, I almost think it's good. That's how bad it is. <laughs> well, that's like John Flowers earlier said. You know, people aren't there to see the officials, and some of those college officials think the game's about them. Yeah, they yeah. think people are there to see them and kind of make it about themselves, and I agree with him. And just for the record, uh, Flowers and Juwan Staten, you know, two Mountaineer legends we just asked, they did both pretty much say they felt like there was There's a, a bias. Little, little bit of bias <laughs> against West Virginia. And he said, I don't know if it's because they're physical or what. I think part of it is, like I said, with Flowers, is, uh, you know, Coach K style was he always smoozes these guys over the years. They, mm-hmm. like, they like idolize him. Well, Huggins is not. He's not going to do that. He never has done that, and he's not going to. And then, you know, he's he cuts up with him a little bit, but as soon as that game starts, I mean, he's <laughs> – It's he's, usually before the tip. He's MFing him and everything else, and I'm like, honestly, we're never going to get a call that way. But, I mean, like that Florida game, I mean, just phantom fouls. Literally. Oh, they were horrible. Phantom yeah. fouls. I cannot take – the the anticipation whistle is like the worst thing ever. Horrible. And then you got plays like last night, like, 
as for as good as Emmett's dunk was, right? Yeah, he got absolutely punched in the face. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. there is you cannot tell me that nine times out of ten, any other team in the country goes in for that dunk and that happens, they get the foul call. Yeah, well, and, and we've everyone has talked about it, pretty much everyone has agreed. You know, Carver gets beat oh. up on. I bet he actually draws 30 fouls a game. I mean, seriously, it is unreal. And like the end of the um, Tech game where, you know, and I know maybe you don't call it in that situation, and Cam's boy, Kevin Kinder, had a heck of a still shot where Deuce get clobbered by two people. Two, and, two arms. And Culver was getting hooked, mm -hmm. literally <laughs> hooked. I mean, that's two fouls, you know, right there. I mean, obviously we missed a shot and we're going crazy over that, but – I don't. I don't know. It's it at times is unwatchable. It really is. I think that's what makes March Madness so good is that there's so many games at once. You can't get caught up in all these yeah. bad calls or something. I want to know. Can we talk about the collision? The what now? The no oh, call. I mean, you didn't I see it. Did you know you? about it? Yeah, yeah. I went back and watched it. I mean, it's laughable. I mean, <laughs> you have, I mean, it was a charge. I thought. Well, on Iowa State. Well, first of all, I think they didn't call it. The, 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 I can't remember who was guarding or Gabe was guarding. That guy pushed Gabe. Yeah. Into him. Into him. But Gabe yeah. got set. Yeah. Steel. And then that collision was insane. I mean, both of those guys were hurting. Yeah. That was, that was bad. And the refs just stood there. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we caught a big break on that one, though. Cause if I they agree. call that a charge, that's a bit different game than a pass to the line. I agree. Oh, yeah. I agree. That's definitely true. That actually, one of the things that worked out for us. Yep. So we predict the next six, and you know, and we'll obviously. Have and then after that, we have TCU twice and Kansas State, and we should win those games. We well, should, yeah. Technically, we we only actually have TCU once scheduled right now. They haven't rescheduled it yet. We still have two games they haven't rescheduled yet. I think TCU and. Oh yeah, who was the other one they got? No, okay. it's Baylor. Baylor. Baylor got rescheduled. No, yeah, we had three games get canceled. Baylor is the only one they rescheduled. Mm. Yeah, pull up schedule. Is it Oklahoma know. State? Maybe. Yeah, we have only played them once, so yeah, yep. it probably is. So there's two games they haven't rescheduled because they think they keep thinking they're probably going to schedule them during that that open week before the tournament. Okay, yeah. Which speaking of the make tournament, even worse, you're going to play two games going right into the tournament. Speaking of the Big Twelve tournament, maybe Cam knows. I don't know. We where's it going to be played? Because Kansas City said they're not allowing any of those any gatherings or anything till May. No one said a thing about the Big Twelve. Tournament. I still wonder if conference yep. tournaments are even happening. I haven't heard a word about that either. That's a good question. Hmm. You think Asbury? You think they might cancel? Well, conference? I mean, I mean, it's been talked about. I, there's no word on it, but I wonder. Hug said in his press conference this week that he thinks it will be played because of uh, TV contracts. But it is week. it is a good question because you know the whole tournament, NCAA tournament, they have moved to one place. So yep. you wonder, you know, they'll take it to Oklahoma City or Texas. Yeah, Austin, Austin Dallas. Probably play it in the field house in Tech in Kansas. Yeah, they might as well just take it to. <laughs> Allen Fieldhouse, let the fans be in there. Uh, listen, I would That's not be shocked. That's a good point, talking about the tournament. You know, we, we talked about that stretch is coming up. What better to prepare you for tournament time than a stretch like this? That's something you usually don't get in the regular season. That might prove valuable if they, if they can go three and three or something and get some positivity out of that stretch. It might might prove valuable tournament time. Yeah. You have true. to be happy with three and three. Well, you, Pritt hates me when I say this, but I've said it for a long time now. I hate you anyway. That's so. true. <laughs> All, as far as I'm concerned, it's been a crazy year. We're obviously not going undefeated. Here we go. Just play well enough, get some experience now the way we're playing, get ready, get to the tournament, and see what happens in the tournament. I don't care about the regular season anymore. But you can still have bad losses. I consider the other day 
Now, I'm not saying they're a trash team oh, like Prince. Oh, they're top 20 you. in the net. Well, they are now after beating the top But 10 they were teams. still like 20 They were 27. So, I trash. think they are a – they're a good team. They're a tournament team. That's a bad loss. You don't lose to – you don't you're not 11th, and you don't lose to an unranked team at home. Not yeah. if you're going to be a, a not if you're going to be top three seed or top four right. seed. So, I, I guarantee. Yeah, I agree with that. So we're just pissing that away again this year. Yeah, sit there. <laughs> Keep talking like that. You're getting on my level. There it is. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, uh, I've got something else to bring up. Oh boy. So we had another big debate, Cam, in our group message about realistic expectations <laughs> for the football team. <laughs> Well, it's just Mountaineer sports this in is, general. Right? Well, so, you know, yeah, this is going to be another hit piece. Hit this piece was – so <laughs> I say I, something happened, and I just basically say, you know, I'm willing to give a coach time to get his recruits in, you know what I mean, to build a program. And if, I get that, yeah. If we are where Iowa State is in two years, then that's complete – that's a success. Neil Brown is a success. If we're top ten Fiesta Bowl champs, it's a success. And Pritt turns that into, we're trying to be Iowa State. Well, <laughs> Iowa State. No, wait a minute. And, then, a, you gotta, and then he said it's not worth playing if you're not playing worth to be playing. a top six team. And New York says if, you cannot, if you're not going to make the national championship. Now, I'll he, admit to a lot of things, but you got you got you take I'll, them out of context. No, 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 no listen. Read it. Top 25 is mediocre. <laughs> I want to make sure Cam knows this because – He's not surprised at any of this, by the way. <laughs> but the first the first couple is what I was saying was, first, in my lifetime, if you can't look – I used to – there's a school down the down the way here. It's Cam's, like, favorite school. Who, By the way, I had a lot of alumni at my wedding <laughs> from that crap school, and Cam trashed them in, in, a, in like, a, in front of everyone <laughs> in my wedding. But anyways. Good thing is I don't remember any of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but, uh, what I, I used to think, you know, these diehards of teams like that, I'm like, man, how are you a diehard when you, when you know the best you could ever do is maybe you go undefeated and you go to some crap bowl game. You compared us to a mid-major. Well, I said, cause the, because you guys are saying this stuff and I was like, so you're saying the best we can do is, you know, what you said, like the uh, eight wins or whatever and go to a bowl game, you know, like a decent bowl game. And I'm like. I need I need to at least believe that there's a chance that we can do 88, 93, <laughs> 07 until the end, something like that. I have to. I have to have that but belief. You yep. don't want to believe that because you've literally given up on our head coach in his second season. <laughs> well, not really. I, I mean, yes. in game moments, I've gotten really mad, but I do I do love the recruiting is ridiculous. We'll get in that in just a second, but let's see what Cam says because I know. I know that Cam loves some, some Neil Brown, so I, I, I do love some Neil Brown. Yeah, <laughs> I am, I am a hundred percent on on his man. Like this is the way I look at it. Me too. You're, you're talking about being a you're talking about being a top fifteen team. I think once every four to five years, you need to be in in position to compete for a conference title. But otherwise, if if your expectation is being a top fifteen every year, do you not think there are 15, 20, 25 programs? 30 programs that have way more advantages than what you have at West Virginia. And when, I, when it I comes to, to recruiting, when it comes to money, when it comes to, and so, so if you can beat those programs every few years and be a top 15 program, be in the running for a big 12 title, you know, you know the big 12 is good enough. And, you know, every now and then the big 12 champion might not get in the playoffs, but we're going to see an expanded playoff eventually. Anyway, if you, if you win the big 12, 
you're going to have a shot at it. And so that that's where we need to be, in my opinion, is to have a shot every five years or so to win the Big 12. And then the other years, you want to be competitive, which we were in every game except Iowa State this year. And you want to do things the right way, and that's why I love Neil Brown because even even when they're even when we're, we're might be down a little bit, the program is going to look good because of the things he does off the field and the way he represents the program. So that that's why I love Neil Brown, and I, I you know I'm behind him, and I think he'll get it done. I really do. That's perfect. What you just said is this like an intervention? I feel like it is. Well, you need no, it. Oh, hold on, I'm going <laughs> I'm going to get one more hit piece here. So I want you to know I'm going to tie it in with what you, you just know. <laughs> what you just said with the uh, playoff. So one of the points I made was you cannot realistically expect to play for the national championship here because the deck is stacked against everybody except for about five, five or six teams in yeah. the entire country year after year. I said, even if you go 11 and one from West Virginia, you cannot expect to make it into that turn that t- championship because they don't want you there. They want their five or six teams. Pritt turned that into saying, so you're saying we're playing for mediocrity? Yep. And I don't want to be a part of that. I don't know. Sometimes I black out. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what that I say, was one. Because when you were I like, I really feel like eventually they they have. I mean, they have to go to an 18 playoff where, where every com- conference champion gets in, and then everybody does feel like they're playing for something. Even 100%. even that school down the road, Britt mentioned, feels like they can be the uh, the one at large team at, at the end. So then everybody's playing for something, and every fan base has that opportunity when the season starts to feel like, you know, maybe this is the magical 88, 93 year. You've got to because you're starting to see it because the, the ratings are starting to get terrible for these championship games. It's the same teams every yeah. year. This year is really bad. Yeah. I mean, they have got to make a change. My biggest thing is with where the program is now, we are not in the Big 12 anymore. I mean, we're we're in the Big Twelve. We're not in the Big East anymore. We're not playing <laughs> you are in the Big Twelve. <laughs> we're not playing South Florida. We're not playing Rutgers. And part of me thinks if we would have been in the Big Twelve with Pat White and them, how successful would have those teams been? You know what I mean? So I mean, I that's know. just part of me that just I we're not the competition's so much better now in the Big Twelve. So I hate yes. to myself. I understand why we're in it and all that stuff, but I I wish we well, would be my last choice. But we're here. So if man, we're here. If right? every five, <laughs> if every four years we're competing for a Big Twelve championship, and the years in between we're eight and four, I'm okay with it. Absolutely. Well, we'll you, know, three, you, you eight put yourself, you put yourself in the shoes of another program in the Big Twelve. You'd be furious that West Virginia is competing for a Big Twelve title. If you're in Texas or Oklahoma and look at the resources you have. And you're saying, really, West Virginia's up here competing with us? I mean, we, we've we been going toe-to-toe, and I probably had the better hand against Texas since we joined the league. We That's have, ridiculous, yeah. really. I mean, well, if we were and we're going to baseball. Where's that coming from? Yeah. Uh-oh. New stadium. Right? Uh-oh. Cam just brought up baseball. I mean, Asbury may go on a rant here. <laughs> Preseason 14. <laughs> we'll bring Cam back for that one because the other guys could care less about <laughs> that root for us. But. I'll root for us, yeah. I, just don't yeah know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I really think part of it, of like especially this year i've been really bad i mean when we lose if we're all together in the at morgantown we hash it out afterwards go to keglers i'm serious like not being able to go to these games or you know getting together and all this stuff it freaking stinks man. yeah it, does. it really really stinks it takes a toll on everyone i sit here you know my son will make it through about half a game before he's playing outside 
so I ended up watching by myself. So I'm sending these crazy texts and everything else. And, you know, basketball changes on a freaking dime. And then you got the bad calls. Uh, Usually boot, changes so. when you turn it off. No, or that's you true. turn it on. That is true. You know but. that last night I actually tried to kick Pritt out of the group text, but it won't let me kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just told me I would have left. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we go, I did want to mention. So today, this used to be mine and Asbury's like, favorite day of the year it used to be the original signing early signing day uh, has yeah. ruined it yeah. yeah so this was we literally every year we'd get together go over all the recruits and talk about you know you, you you'd send, see all the highlights and all that stuff but um today was really cool because we speaking of giving neil brown praise like cam did we freaking got several three-star preferred walk-ons yeah. not not just in-state guys which that was good enough but we got a kid from Maslin, one of the best programs in the freaking mm-hmm. nation um and then we get Bryce Biggs, who had a, you know, hold on, what happened there? All right, so you know, you get Bryce Briggs, who, Bryce Biggs, sorry, who had a um, a bunch of mid-major offers, and we literally get him as a walk-on, which then was reported. To, I don't even know if Cam knows this. Uh, not reported. It was on it was on our VIP message boards that. Tennessee swooped in there and was going to offer him, but then another a scholarship. Yeah, scholarship. But then another JUCO guy took that scholarship and they said, We're not going to offer you. And so he took the preferred walk on at WU, which he is extremely intriguing. Oh, yeah. Because he was, go ahead and Asbury. Well, so he, there's, he was definitely a quarterback his freshman year. There's, I guess, some talk back and forth whether he was a quarterback his sophomore year or not. Not at Spring Valley. But not Spring, yeah. He was, he's from Kentucky. Right. Um, comes to Spring Valley. He originally was going to be a tight end, kept growing. And, like, literally, apparently, like, he goes to this uh, pre-junior camp, big man camp. Yeah. Literally, like, the first time he ever really played offensive line. He goes to the camp. You got White Milam there. You got a kid, a four-star that went to uh, Penn State was there. Somebody else was there. I can't remember who the who the third one was. He ends up winning the MVP of the camp. Wow! While these other kids are there, first time he's ever really played tackle. So everybody kept talking about he's under the radar. He's probably going to get a bunch of offers once he goes to camps and stuff as a, after you know for his junior year. Yeah, they get all canceled because of COVID. He doesn't have camps. Kind of. Falls under the radar, gets killed by not by not being able to do that. Um, he's apparently fairly athletic. I mean, the write-ups on him after that time, after his sophomore year, was that he was so intriguing. His athletics, he'll be able to move. Really had a high ceiling. He just needs to show people. Yeah, and just kind of you know, COVID is one of these. He's one of those kids that just got left behind by yeah. not having camps. He, you know, to me, he has a lot of upside. I mean, he's a three. I mean, I have to give it to Neil Brown. You, you just got a three-star to take a walk on. Yep. And I mean, that's ridiculous. And the th- wide receiver out of Maslin was, was also a three-star. Was a three-star. Yeah. I mean, I can remember years in Dana when we were happy when he got some, that's right. some 82, 83 three-stars. Yeah. Dana <laughs> well, just I mean, came I think that. I think that's a quick way you can identify a good football program is the walk-on program and special teams. Yes. That, that's the two things that, that good coaches always concentrate on, always do a good job with, and people like Dana just completely ignore. Yeah. And yeah. and going back to – oh, sorry. But I've go, been trying to ahead. talk. I need, I need to start raising my hand. I was you just going to make the point hand. that, um, I mean, given this crazy COVID world, <laughs> oh yeah, um, there's a lot of scholarships being held on the table that they can't give out. 
this first year. So we know one of the kids from Midland that um, obviously D1 talent and hasn't really gotten anything other than a preferred walk-on. Uh, he got another one from that school down the road. Which stinks. Week. I hope he doesn't take it. Yeah, <laughs> he probably will because it's close to home. But anyways, I mean, he's had D1 preferred walk-on offers that they said, you know, just come here a year. We don't have any open scholarships because a lot of guys are staying. And then next year, whenever some of these open up, we'll get you on scholarship. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure that's probably being told to this. And you're, I think in a couple of years, that transport portal, which for a number of reasons will always be huge, but there's going to be a lot of guys that didn't get the looks, I think, trying to move up at that point. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think they, they probably will. And then the other kid was, uh, well, let me make a point of what Cam said about the walk-on programs. Cam's hero, Don Nealon. I was just talking about that off the air. I mean, he made a living oh, off yeah. of absolutely mostly in-state guys. Put it, I mean, guys that went to the pros that literally were walk-ons, and then love him or hate him, you know. Honestly, Rich Rod. He, I mean, for the first couple of years, he he hit that pretty yeah. hard as far as the walk-ons. He said he was a walk-on, um, but then the kid from Nitro, Joseph Udai, Udo, something. By like the that. way, Bryce Biggs and Joseph are both. Um, We'll both have they're both coming on here in the next couple of days, so you guys will hear firsthand. But this kid is six nine over two hundred pounds. All right, he followed us very early on on Twitter, and I literally was like, "Who is this? Who is this cat?" Because he had all these highlights on there. So his backstory is he he's from Nigeria. I'm not, I'm not sure you know how he got over here, but I, came I, over to play basketball, right? But I don't know you know the initial. Oh, okay, I got you. So a family from Sissonville. And takes him in and ends up adopting him. They buy a farm near Nitro. It wasn't like a transfer. He they moved him and his whole family, and so he enrolls in Nitro. Well, then all of a sudden he's like, "I want to like try football." He just tries football. Has never played before. His film's incredible. Now, mm -hmm. Nitro wasn't very strong this year. He didn't get to play but four or five games. So obviously he was well overlooked. He looks like an absolute stud. <laughs> Can you stud. imagine? Um, I, I'd say the average cornerback <laughs> around here, um, lining up on him is what, 5'10", 5'8", 5'9", 165 pounds. And he is an absolute specimen. I mean, it really, he it really is. And so, you know, he could be end up being an absolute steal. A guy who's never – I mean, he didn't play football until this year and played five I mean, games. He doesn't know what he's doing, but he also doesn't have the bad habits. That's a good point. Let, let college coaches actually groom him. Yeah. And see what happens. Yeah, so – yeah, I mean that's that's gonna be intriguing. I, I I thought today, my gosh, I mean everybody said Kinda it on crazy. Twitter, like we're getting three stars to walk on out of state <laughs> guys too. I mean this is this is nuts. But all right, well, anything else you want to talk about? Let's talk about. Did y'all oh, talk boy. about the uh, Duke college football game yet? No. Oh man, I'm excited. Yep. Well. I gotta buy a PlayStation Five because yeah, I don't have one yet. Me too. If they would ever put them back yeah, in store, I would order one. one. I'm not gonna pay a thousand dollars for, you know, they resell them on eBay or whatever. The bad thing is, is that when is the game actually gonna be out? Because I mean, they haven't I even think started. They said two years. That's ridiculous. Come on. I think they said two years. Getting us all I, excited. I it was next year. Well, I thought it was next year too. I saw a thing that said two to three years. Wow. Right. I literally. I mean, that's. I wasn't into shooting games and all that. That's all I was really into. As we now, I played Tiger Woods for like probably about four months straight. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, no. Um, but mostly college football. 
I mean, when they did, when they incorporated the dynasty mode and you start recruiting and, yeah. oh my God. Well, they said. I would just get lost. You would lose a day. To, yeah. To, they said that um, football. they're not going to, it will not contain any name, image, and likeness. Well, what are they going to do? I mean, it has yeah. to be like, you know, <laughs> stats or what is it, attributes? Yeah. 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 Just change the number. Like, well, really, the, the, same the old team didn't include any name. That's true. You, you had to. Somebody always created that cheat or whatever. You go on and download the download rosters. Yep. Yeah. Numbers is all it was. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Is it going to be? Is it going to be like you know, Letty Brown's number and you know, pretty much like where he's from? Because that's to me, that's we get all lawyerly here. But I mean, that's name in his life. I don't know how far they'll take it. Yeah. Do they want to stay completely away from that, or because you got to have. You gotta have somebody on the teams. <laughs> It'll be interesting. The other thing is too. I think maybe one of the reasons that it's it's going to be two years from now or three years or whatever it is is maybe they can still work through that process a little bit with the the new rules and and, and make it so they can use some at least you know at least some numbers or or some oh, yeah, similar looks or whatever. They're definitely gonna um, those letter of intents and ever whatever scholarship offers that they sign in there. There's probably something worked out to where they'll. That's a good point. Well, technically, they, have they haven't language. really passed the rule yet. It got yeah. kind of delayed. But by the way, do we we actually we have Sean Austin to thank for all this, right? He was the I beginning. Think he's the one that started this lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that initially filed it and everybody jumped on, but it, yeah, we got Sean Austin. Thank you for somehow strangely we got EA Sports coming back up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Cam, appreciate it, man. We'll have you back on again. Um, we'll get in all kinds of stuff. We didn't even – we'll get Cam on uh, – we'll, we'll go on Netflix rant sometimes, man. <laughs> I, I swear, we asked John Flowers that, and he's like, I think I've seen everything on there. <laughs> he said he thinks he's caught up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. He's like, I, there's nothing I haven't seen. <laughs> well, he's by himself in a foreign country, and he can't yeah. do anything because of COVID. I mean, why That's not? True. That's true. Yeah, we told him there's a new one. Cam, you see the new one, uh, Brooklyn Saints or whatever on there? I didn't see that yet. So right. it's a it's okay. midget league football, kind of like the Friday Night Tykes. I don't oh, know if you ever watched that. I'm sorry. What? It's just fine. No, yeah, that's another Absolutely thing. Absolutely fine. That's right. Asbury fine. watched the new Denzel Washington movie that was on HBO. I say, Asbury, how was the movie? He says, it was fine. I said, it was a good? He goes, it was fine. And I'm like... So Cam's kind of like a wordsmith here. We'll, we'll see what he says. I mean, dinner's fine. Like the movie was not fine. I don't know. Good, bad. Yeah, hey, I don't. I don't know how that how that works either. Because you either you either yeah. like a movie or you dislike a movie. Right. It can't be like you know it filled my appetite, but um, it wasn't great. <laughs> so fine. so a movie can't be okay. Just okay. I mean, I guess you can say it's so so, but you don't say it's fine. It's fine. I am a redneck. That's <laughs> oh how we talk. God. Yeah, you are. That's true. Difference. Yeah, I don't know if you're full fledged rednecks because most of the rednecks I know kill stuff when they go home. No. <laughs> okay, I'm a wannabe redneck. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Hey Cam, do you you ever been hunting? <laughs> I have, but uh, I'm not good at it. I can tell you that much. Well, have you ever killed a deer? I have not. Well, you're one below Asbury. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> this guy spends more time in the woods than David Hasselhoff, <laughs> but never kills anything. <laughs> I've, I've killed one with my car. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, more than Asbury. That's, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, yeah. I think he shot one at the end of this year strictly because we gave him so much crap. Oh, he was like, I will shoot something. 
<laughs> well, it's because we text him and we're like, "Hey, how how you doing? Are you you find anything?" I'm sixty three dough. Yeah, only one buck, but it's only a spike. Dough. It wasn't mm. worth it. I'm like. You saw six through three deer and you didn't shoot one. <laughs> Asbury's an animal lover, and when he when he gets to the deer, he's like he's crying and saying maybe. it's it's Bubba and Brent and Justin's fault. Maybe he can't shoot him. I don't know. <laughs> if they make eye contact with him, we can't do it. Then this year we made him kill it, which we never saw. We were like, kill it and give some like deer meat or deer jerky. We never jerky, saw any. Yeah. No, yeah. you didn't get any. It was it wasn't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. Are you sure it was even a deer? It's probably somebody's dog you shot. <laughs> and also, he freezes. I mean, if it's 45, 45, he's freezing. And I'm like, you you go hunting. And he he gripes the whole time. Freeze my nuts off out here. <laughs> yeah, but I got like 42 hand warmers and feet warmers attached to That's me, so. why you can't get him out to shoot the deer. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, let's hope. Uh, we'll see. How many games will we have in before our next for next week? Two. Yeah, Should we play Saturday? And so, if we're zero and two by the next podcast, we're in deep. Yeah, we're in deep. Yeah, we play Saturday, <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's All right. two home games. Oklahoma's Tuesday, right? Kansas and Oklahoma. I'll have to look, but I think so. Okay. All right. All right, Cam. Appreciate you joining us, man. We'll jump back on with you next week. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. Yep, we'll see you.